This one is about David Lingiston Bunches. <laughs> Bunches. I think it's Bunches. <laughs> Your Bunches remind me of the Bunches. Bunches. I, I believe it's Bunches, but I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. We're just going to call him David just in case. Um, yeah, for the rest of the story, I haven't referred to as David. Okay, because I hate, I hate butchering people's names, but I can't even fucking speak regular English. And English is my first language, okay? And I can't even speak right. And I hate ruining people's names, except for that one diarrhea girl. I can't remember. Well, you can't see that. <laughs> you keep telling me I can't see that. But that's how I remember her name. I don't even remember her name. I just remember that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> David was the first uh, Vietnam veteran. Vietnam. Vietnam, I'm sorry. Veteran. Ex executed? Executed. Ex Damn it. Too much to drink. <laughs> executed. In America, despite being diagnosed as suffering from PTSD. Oh, I don't even like how this story's going. Yeah, this is a sad story. Oh, shit. But the only reason why I did it is because he was the first um, Vietnam veteran to be sentenced to death. Okay. So, David was, yeah, the first Vietnam, I said that right? Yes, Vietnam. Veteran executed in America, even though he had PTSD. The Vietnam War began in 1954. In January 1973, the U.S. and North Vietnam reached a final peace agreement, and the war ended in 1957. 19 <laughs> <laughs> 1975. Yeah, 1975. Y'all work with me. In these years. <laughs> Over 58,000 Americans were killed in the Vietnam War. I really feel like this is the one. story for me to read. You want to do it later? Okay. Got this. Yeah, you do, buddy. <laughs> you got this. In 1967, 19-year-old David, I am not laughing at I haven't even got into the fucking story, so I'm sorry. So you guys know I'm not laughing at the fucking situation. She's not laughing at the story. She's laughing at her baby. Oh, my God. If you guys only even knew how slow I really am in real life. Um, <laughs> it's okay, because I, I condone that shit, and I make fun of it. <laughs> um, in 1967, 19-year-old David was drafted into Vietnam. Um, he was in the top three of his high school graduating class and had no criminal record. So this is where he was prior to being drafted into just to, like a little bit of background. So okay. he was graduated in top third of his high school class. And then, you know, he was a, just a really decent person because, you know, he, he wasn't causing any trouble or anything like that. So he was just like a regular freaking person at this time. Um, after being there for two and a half months, David became severely wounded after stepping on a landmine. 
he was discharged and earned with the Purple Heart. Yeah, he got the, um, he ended up messing up his leg really bad. Did he, uh, um, did he ended up getting, getting, get like, yeah, he was on medication and he ended up getting, get, he was put on um, pain medication stuff like that because um, his leg was severely wounded. Did they, did they, what, it's not just dis discharged him. Did they discharge him? He was because honorably of discharged because he no longer served because of his life. And mm -hmm. he um he also received the um the purple heart, which is a okay. I knew the purple heart meant something, but I wasn't really sure because I don't know too much into that. Um, the only person that I really know that knows a lot about the wars, unfortunately, he cannot speak properly anymore because of his stroke. So I don't know too much of that so thank you for that information um david became a classic victim of ptsd he was diagnosed after his suffering from stress from his time in vietnam 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 um, some of the symptoms that he was experiencing was flashbacks and suppressing memories of violence on December 16, 1974, David killed 56-year-old Clayton Reagan and 53-year-old Anna Waldrop in a Jacksonville bar. David was convicted in 1975. David's lawyer was also a Vietnam Vietnam, yep. That uh, David's lawyer was also who was also a Vietnam that argued that David was a victim of PTSD. PTSD affects thousands of veterans who were unable to adjust to civil life, civilian, civilian life after combat in a unpopular war. Um, PTSD was so little understood at this time of his initial conviction. Yeah, so at this point, um, and that was the PTSD effect of thousands. That was something that I believe the lawyer said. But um, at this point, they didn't really know too much about PTSD. They were just really starting to understand it um, because he was convicted and he ended up getting convicted before it. The, um, I do say it later on, but they didn't really start recognizing it until the 1980s. So even oh, though he, they were starting to show, like, yes, he has it, they didn't really look at it like that I, or something like that. Okay. Um, despite, despite being diagnosed with PTSD, it was unrecognized as a mental disorder until the 1980s. In, 1980s, in the 1980s, the American uh, Psychiatric Association added PTSD to its Diagnostic man Manual of Mental Disorders. Good job. <laughs> um, before David's convention, con con conviction, there you go, damn it, uh, at least two Vietnam vets, Vietnam vets were acquitted of murder charges after saying they suffered from PTSD. So what I took from that is that two other people um, that were Vietnam vets, they also um, killed somebody, but they were able to get off of it because, um, they because, had of, the the, because of the PTSD. I don't understand why David did not get that same treatment. Because the thing is, if he was diagnosed with it, and you can clearly tell... Um, 
he was that's what triggered and why he killed those people i don't understand instead of putting him in um like a facility to get help why they found him guilty and then sentenced him to death in my personal opinion ptsd comes in all forms sizes situations all that i till this day i still suffer from a i guess you would say what a lower class of ptsd because of a certain relationship that Mm -hmm. i was in and shit like that nobody takes ptsd serious until somebody offs themselves or does something traumatic they don't see the issue in having I, I don't even know what the other word is. Like, you're depressed. Like, there there's see, no this, other word for it. Yeah. You're depressed. And a lot of people don't take that shit serious. Well, at this point, they weren't really seeing it. But the thing is, is um, the Vietnam, um, if I remember correctly, um, the Vietnam War, like, a lot of those people, when they came back, like, they saw a lot of horrific stuff that it was hard to adjust back to being, like... My papa, he didn't actually... Um, he did from what the one story that he told me when i was younger he did have to shoot once or twice at people but he was the truck driver to carry the guns and materials and stuff to them but he was caught up in a lot of the fucking shit driving the you know things yeah so hearing um like gunshots firecrackers seeing flashing lights certain noises stuff like that it triggers his ptsd i get that um, and I just think even like in the 60s, I understand like in the 50s and 60s and 70s, whatever, they didn't understand that because it was just coming out. But even till this day, you know, they still don't take that shit serious. Like women who have kids and they go through PTSD, they don't take that shit fucking serious. I'm not going to mention a certain time, but you know my certain time when after I had my son, I had a PTSD breakdown. And it took my kid's sperm donor to stop me basically from harming myself. It wasn't my kids. It was harming myself because I felt less than. I felt like I wasn't who I was. You know, like everything in my life traumatically changed like that. I was told for years I was never going to have kids. I had a kid. I was in an abusive relationship at the time. Shit fucking went down. I went and told the doctor, my doctor, that I was supposed to be seeing. And she literally looked at me and said, well, that's something that you need to tell your own doctor, not somebody who delivered your kid. So that right there tells me that you guys do not consider PTSD serious. Because whether if it's from a baby, abusive relationship, war, whatever, PTSD is serious, regardless of the situation. And I, I still feel like like the suicidal thing this is shit nowadays nobody still even takes serious and that's not right so i'm sorry for whatever the fuck david did but they should have took that ptsd serious as hell that's one thing i don't play about is ptsd and david was found it said david was found guilty for killing those two people maybe if they would have looked into it a little bit more they would have been able to help him before this shit even fucking happened Luckily, certain people are able to come out of it, like my papa, you know what I mean? Even though he has flashbacks of it and he goes through his little syndromes and stuff like that, you still, like, most, 
I don't even want to say most people because I really don't know how many people suffer from PTSD. But a lot of people can bring their stuff out of it to be like, okay, this, you know, I'm calm. This isn't what it is. But there's a lot of people who can't and they just retaliate. I remember reading a story where, um, I think we might do a story on it if there's enough information. Anyways, the neighbors was messing with one guy and he brought out a gun or something. I don't think he shot him or killed him or anything like that. I really can't remember. But um, he ended up going to jail for his situation. In a reality, he literally had just got out of war and he was going through PTSD. But the neighbors and nobody else noticed PTSD. So they literally sat there and kept fucking with him until he snapped. Well, how can you sit there and judge him for snapping when he has PTSD? Test their mindset. See where they are mentally before you just fucking off them off to like prison for the rest of their life or some shit. Some people actually need help. Some people are just fucking actually crazy. And then some people just need to be like, edge, focused. All right, I got this. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Madge? Mage? I think it's Madge. Madge? Stewart? who was the daughter of Clayton Reagan, like the President Reagan? No. Okay. Was he a president? Clayton? I don't know. No, Clayton was just a guy. No, there was a guy named... Oh, you don't know, there was a president that okay. was Reagan. I was going to say, don't make me fucking so stupid. I, I, I'm sorry. I was saying, you remember that episode of Family Guy where you was like, it's President Reagan? I got confused. I thought you were talking about that Clayton was no, the president. No, Clinton. and that like is was it a Reagan president? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, Family Guy be teaching me a lot, just like Simpsons. I didn't even know who the fuck Reagan was. That's how she got much I paid attention in school. And so I seen that episode, he's like, Peter, that's not Reagan. What? <laughs> so when I heard Reagan, I automatically was like, I'm not a I didn't word it properly, so my bad. Um, so Clayton Reagan said, No, this is what Madge said. Oh, Madge Stewart said, Yeah, this was what she said about um, she was the daughter of Clayton, who was the man that David killed. That David killed, okay, okay. Sorry, because I got off onto the whole PTSD, so I lost myself. Thank you for fixing that. Um, she said, I feel sorry for his family. They're going to lose a loved one, but they got to see him 11 years longer than I got to see my loved one. Damn, Miss Stewart. That was deep. Um, the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty in 1976. David was the 56th person to be executed in the United States since it was reinstated. Because remember, he got convicted in um, 1975. They reinstated his death penalty in 1976. So when he went into trial, the death um, that was already brought back. And I, I, I felt bad for I can't pronounce her first name, so I'm just going to call her Miss Stewart because not only did she lose somebody, but now for a woman like that to be like, Yes, you took my family away, but I still feel bad for your family for losing you because of what you're doing. That's a fucking good human being right there. Because let me tell you, because I personally couldn't do that. Especially if you took away somebody that was hella fucking close to me. My daddy, my nana, my mama, my brother, you know, you know, 
I would be fucking devastated. Like, why would you take them from me? You know, like, you deserve the worst that fucking comes to you. But that's just my mindset. Like, I love people like this who are just like, you know, like, even though I lost somebody, I feel sorry for you and your family. Good for her. Good for you, Miss Stewart. Uh, the Supreme Court, I mean, not good for you. You know what I mean, damn it. <laughs> the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, not corn. <laughs> I got food on my mind. <laughs> the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty in 1976. I got food on my mind when I read this. I don't know. But that's so good. It's going I'm thinking of corn on the cob. I don't know why. I am so sorry. Um, so the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty in 1956. David no, was 1976. 76. What did I say? 56. Yeah. Uh, I already read this. David was the 56th person to be executed in the U.S. since so it, was it was reinstated. David died by the electric chair. He was pronounced dead at 5.11 p.m. April 22nd, 1986. I'm not laughing because of that situation. I'm just laughing at the date and time and stuff like that. Personal things I'm not going to go into. But damn, that... I, I feel like, though, like, a lot of people are executed and those type of things for no fucking reason, like, even if they are guilty, a lot of times there's reasons why they do what they do. And I feel like if us as taxpayers who are paying these prisons and jail cells to take care of these motherfuckers who do wrong, you think you would take more of that money to figure out why they're mentally not doing right in life. Put them on medication. Figure out what's going wrong with them. Why Why do we have to pay for you guys literally just to take care of them until they're executed? I mean, it, it, I mean, there's some people that, yeah, yeah I mean, death is not really the right way to go about it, I guess you would say. But they're just straight up nasty, evil fucking people. But then like in this man's situation, and there's been so many stories that I've read on where the people are like innocent as hell, but they still end up having to go through the execution of death because of what people believe 10, 20 years ago when there was no proof behind it. Now you have proof and you still don't even want to give this person a second chance, even though they're telling you I didn't do it. It's just, it's disgusting. Yes. All right. So we're going to take our little sponsor break and we'll be right back. Guys, this is episode 31. 31. And this is Books and Crimes. I'm Mimi with my co-host JB. Hey, you guys. Okay, so now we're going to jump into our little crime stories. This one takes place in Missouri. And in 2021, 60-year-old Luane? Yeah, I thought it was Luane. Luane B. Zundel? That's what I thought it was. Okay. Um, Was released from jail, went two blocks to a church parking lot and and tried to steal a truck. 
Well, damn, lady, you already 63 years old. Like, you literally don't give no two fucks. And this is a Missouri. I would think, like, a 63-year-old in, like, Chicago or New York or something. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me double check. I, I All right. Luane is. I, well, damn, this is worse than me calling that lady diarrhea. <laughs> I'd rather call you, get your. I'd rather fuck up your name than fuck it up because of your, like, gender. I am so sorry, Luane. Luane. Well, you spelled it Luane, so that's how I'm going to pronounce it. <clears throat> yeah, it's a man. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry, mister. Called you a girl. I just love flattering all like big professionals where I get sued for this shit. <laughs> I'd fight it. I'd fight it. What? Because I called you a, a a girl instead of a man, or I called your name diarrhea when it looked like diarrhea? I'm sorry. Get my lawyers back at you. I got lawyers too. Just saying. Well, I don't, but my boss man does. <laughs> he will totally help me out. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> they were hooking up a trailer. Oh, Oh, I totally skipped the whole sentence. Uh, so, Luane yeah. decided to get out of jail. When he got out of jail, he went two blocks away, two blocks from the motherfucking jail, to a church, that's right, church parking lot, to try to sell a truck. <clears throat> At the parking lot, Luane saw a 26-year-old off-duty police officer with his father. They were hooking up a trailer. While they were hooking up the trailer, Luane got into the truck and started to drive away. Well, really? Um, the cop climbed into the truck. Luane and the cop struggled over the gear shift. The cop told him that he was a cop, but Luane didn't let off the accelerator. Luane tried to, tried to gouge out the cop's eyes. Oh, my God. The cop was able to get the get to the brake, and the cop's father was able to get to get Luane out of the truck. Well, damn! How fast was this fucking father running? I don't think Luane. I don't think it was going that fast. Okay. Because I'm thinking, Luane, I'm trying to tell you, Luane drove to the truck, and he's like, "I'm fucking out." And the other the other cop's like, nah, he jumps in the bed of the truck. And in my mind, how I'm picturing it, like a whole motherfucking movie scene, he like climbs through the window, like the back windshield. You know what I'm talking about? You know how like in the truck, so the back window opens and he like climbs through there and they're fighting. And dad's just back there like, no, my son. Like, damn, bro, you get it. Okay. <laughs> Somehow, dad stopped the car, the truck. <laughs> My imagination, boy. Um, the cop told him... Oh, I already read that. The cop then got on top of Luane. And the cop only suffered minor injuries. They held Luane down until the other cops arrived. Luane was charged with second-degree robbery, third- and fourth-degree assault, and being held on a $100,000 cash bond. Well, you know what? I 
give kudos to that fucking cop and his son because no, the no, cop the, turned the into son, Flash. The son is the cop. Oh, well, the cop was like, I got you, bitch. And the dad, the who ain't even a cop, fucking turned into Flash to go save him. Listen, you ever seen a car in fucking neutral? That shit still goes hella fast. So that means that man has some fucking <laughs> behind him. Because I'd be like, oh no. Because once the fucking car is going to neutral and they start going, yeah, I'm too fat to run after that shit. So <laughs> kudos to them, man. Did he get out on bond? It or did it stay? I hope he did it, man. You, you put these, you put, I- you put the dad into a fucking physical thing he didn't even have to go through i'm just saying like, <laughs> he was my family member like no you literally just got out of jail <laughs> i'm not paying your bond and clearly you wanted to go back to jail i literally just paid your bond for you to get out and go two blocks away and rob a fucking cop out of a church parking lot you could sit there on that 100 okay <laughs> i'm not losing my house for you. <laughs> I know that's right, because you clearly don't even want to change, bro. You wouldn't even want even out 24 hours. <laughs> oh, they said it was like within a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and you got the cop's dad, Mr. Flash, coming behind him. Damn. Um, I I can't even lie. I say my fat ass will never run or anything like that. Like I literally cannot run. But I'm pretty sure I'm proud of myself when there's been times where something happened to my kids and I had to run to go help them. I hit that fucking flash speed too. I'm like, nah, my baby fucked up knees back and all. <laughs> like, I'm coming for them. Um, so this little crime story takes place in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. There you go. I'm not even gonna fucking try to say it because every time I try to say that goddamn name, fuck it up. Sorry for the language. Um, so in July of 2001. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> 38 year old Joanna. I thought it was Joanna. Uh, Gardell stole a pickup truck, led the cops on a chase, and eventually was arrested. Joanna was allegedly running red lights and she drove in the wrong lane at one point. She backed the truck up at a high rate. Oh my God! Of speed and struck a cruiser behind her. Let me. <laughs> knocked down and dragged one of our detail officers. That is not me. <laughs> yeah, never hit nobody. Plus, you, <laughs> you wouldn't hit a police a police vehicle. And I damn sure ain't dragging nobody. I mean, there might be one person, but maybe two. But I'm not gonna drag anybody. I don't condone that. Behind a car. Officers persuade the stolen vehicle. Pursued. Pursued. The stolen vehicle at at a low rate speed before the pursuit was called off for safety reasons. What safety reasons when you're at a low speed no, no, rate? No, no. There's there um because she started to go back and she went in like the wrong direction and she was like she they the cops are going kind of at a low speed, but when she started to go reckless, they had to pull away. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was like, no, no, no. She's going 10 miles an hour, and they were going 10 miles no, no, an no. hour, and they were finally like, yeah, we need to back off because this is too dangerous. <laughs> um, what was that? For safety reasons, police press. 
please press report stated. Um, when the cops backed off, Joanna decided to go through a McDonald's drive through to order some food. Fuck yeah, because who don't want a fucking Big Mac like, and oh, sweet they, tea? She's like, oh, they backed off. I lost some. And then she's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to McDonald's. Okay. Um, <laughs> the cops approached her in two vehicles. She was hit. <laughs> she hit one of the vehicles and went off the road and got stuck in mulch. This was on McDonald's property. And she got stuck in the mulch because you know how McDonald's has a lot of mulch. Yeah, she must have had like a, one of the, like a regular car. Like a little Hyundai or something yeah, like I'm that, not, not an sure. SUV or something. Because I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sorry, look at my truck. You think my truck's gonna? Get I got stuck on a fucking rock the other day and ripped half of my bumper off trying to back off, and that bumper's still attached, and my truck is still running. <laughs> so to get stuck on mold, you must have like a little car. Um, <laughs> the cops approached her. Oh, I read that. The cops pulled her out, and she fought and struggled with him. Joanna's charges were failing to stop for police traffic violations, leaving the scene of an accident, assault and battery with a vehicle, disorderly conduct, and the use of vehicle without authority. So she sold the car. Yes. Oh, I read that right. No. Oh, yeah. She yeah, yeah. Like, did I, maybe I didn't put that. <laughs> I totally forgot that because I, I, I got focused on going through fucking McDonald's and I then stuck it on the mulch. And this right. is the last one? Yep, last yep. crime story. Our little last crime story. This takes place in California. So, in 2021, 34-year-old man was arrested after stealing around 42,000 pounds of pistachios. <laughs> okay I mean they're good but I'm not gonna go fucking steal them I might rob the fucking Mexican restaurant up the road and steal all their fucking tacos not the one that gives us cat meat but like <laughs> like the actual yeah. Mexican store I might just kidding I'm not gonna rob nobody for food in your head in my head I really do you guys don't even understand. Multiple times during the day, I go to fucking McDonald's and Taco Bell and Burger King and Wendy's and fucking Mexican restaurants and everything else. I'm like, give me everything on the fucking menu. No, I don't want the money. I want every food on the menu. But that's in my head. Because <laughs> I'm a badass. And I like food. Okay, so Touchstone Pistachio Company was doing a routine audit when they noticed pistachios missing. They called the cops to investigate. Fucking pistachios, man. Why they gotta be so good like that? <laughs> well, you don't like pistachios? Oh my god. Wait, are those the little things in the shells? Yeah. Oh my god, I love pistachios. I hate going through the work to get to them, but I love the seeds inside. Um, the pistachios were in a trailer and he moved them to a nearby trucking lot. The 35-year-old was taking the large bags of pistachios and putting them into smaller bags to resell. Yeah, so basically he was he he was he they was were hustle baby. Yeah, he was, he was he was taking the larger bags. They said it was like twenty thousand pound bags. Or, or, I don't know. Like I didn't twenty five thousand, right? I didn't put how much the bags weigh, but the bags weigh a lot. Yeah, he was just making smaller bags out of them. Forty two thousand pounds of yeah. So it was like I really like. 
even just to like go and sell something to resell, that's a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. And to think, I mean, he must before he got caught, they had to like he had to make some good money off of because look at the look. I'm I didn't sorry. know like he could like to the point where like you can make really good money off of pistachios with enough like I could steal that truck, make smaller bags, charge you know, charge more. Like I didn't know that was like a big market. I mean, I know a lot of people like pistachios, but enough where you could like make a profit. Well, well I guess it's California, I guess and I don't know because it's all stolen. Well, I, I don't know money. California's things, but when I worked at the fruit company, we were not allowed to send like when people would call to order fruits to go to different cities. We were not allowed to send any kind of fruit whatsoever, like citrus, mm-hmm. to California. California is one of the states Florida is not allowed to send any citrus to. So maybe pistachios is something, you know, like that. You know what I mean? Like it it's even though it's all over the world, maybe they make more money out of it well, in any, that like, state. Anyway, like plus it's probably easier to sell small or ship smaller bags than larger bags. My thing is though, it's river. like food. Like you act like this is a drug. Unless you're going to like people on the streets, who the fuck is going to buy? You're going like here in Florida. You're spending almost three, four dollars for a smaller bag of pistachios than you're spending maybe they were on like, sunflower no, seeds. Like restaurants or I see. I don't know. Like where would you? How are you selling? Yeah. What are you doing? For real? Because I've never been to a restaurant that has pistachios. So well, because they do it with like ice cream and stuff. Like that. Oh, they do. Yeah, there's pistachio ice cream. I thought they only did walnuts. But like, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I apparently just think that's something weird to fucking still, but. <laughs> I am just so happy for once. Like, shame on you. Uh, I did not put his name. Okay, well, shame on you. You know who you are if you're listening to this or if anybody knows who this man is. Shame on you. You don't still, period. Yes. But I am so fucking happy that you finally gave me a story that where somebody fucking stole food and they did it the right way. Oh my god, I love pistachios. I don't give a fuck what kind of food it is. Oh, you always get me with these fucking stories where it's like, oh, and then she went through the like the lady, she went through the fast food restaurant because she was hungry. Bitch, what? I just did this and this and this. I need me a Big Mac with a large sweet tea and a large fries. Make sure you over motherfucking fry them with the grease and put extra salt on the motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I love food. So every time I hear these food stories, I'm like, yes, this is the one. And it always gets me. So even though he did it the wrong way, he got in trouble. Apparently, he fucking went to jail. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to Yeah, I mean, you fucked up, bro. But pistachios, like, I'm happy somebody actually did something with actual fucking food. This is not for anybody. Like, I'm not saying this for somebody to go out there fucking, you know, I don't condone for you to go rob anybody or do anything. But, oh. I'm so glad somebody actually stole food to sell food and not get anything out of it. Well, he wasn't. Lord get, knows. He was stealing food to get money out of it because he was reselling it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It wasn't like he stole the food, the pistachios for himself. He was, he did it so he could sell it and then, like, get money. Pistachios is hell expensive, too, so. See, I don't even know that much about them, but, like, 
Girl, oh, when I go to the store, I'm spending almost three, four dollars on a same pack that has less than a pack of sunflower seeds that is literally 59 cents. So you're going from three, four dollars to 59. If you buy two, you get a four dollar. Right. And you still get less in the pistachio package. I love them fucking, I love seeds. I don't like walnuts, but I love different types of seeds. So I know the prices and that's just like, dude. (laughs) Well, yeah, you also got them out of a fucking Ziploc bag off the corner, right? It was that 34-year-old man that sold that shit to you, wasn't it? I know it. <laughs> as much as I eat sunflower seeds, that would be like me going to make a little fucking dime bag. He's out of fucking like sunflower seeds. I'm like, give me $10 for these 10 seeds. What? 10 seeds. $10. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, I know. Anybody who goes into that. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, honestly, because I know everything's different, but pistachios? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, they're hella expensive, so I see it. I get it. I get it. I'm just stuck on this shit. I'm sorry. We're going to cut it off, because I'm stuck on this shit. And when we cut this off, we still going to be talking about this shit. <laughs> Alright, so this is the end of episode 31. 31! All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed. Of course, as always, same thing. Our Instagram, Facebook, website, blah, blah, blah. All that's down for right now until we can figure out how to get this shit working and shit. Not see it. Shit. (laughs) Working. (laughs) And figure out how this shit's supposed to go and everything else. So just bear with us. We are thankful for everybody who's still listening. Even if you're making fun of us. I don't know well, me because I'm the main one talking with my non-speaking English ash. By the way, English is my first language and I still can't speak that shit. So <laughs> thank you. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Please keep sharing. Yay, we're at 31. Bye.